My name is Winter, and my podcast will be discussing my experience in the LGBT plus community. Now, first of all, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. I use they, them pronouns, I'm non-binary, and I'm pansexual. Now, just to clarify, that does not mean I'm attracted to pans. Kitchen pans, no. (laughs) No. That means I'm attracted to people regardless of their gender. Okay, now that we have that cleared up, I'm going to give you some backstory for how I got to where I am now. We're going to go way back to elementary school, around kindergarten, ages 5 to 6. At this time, I was a wee young little kid who only saw representation of straight people around me. Did not see any boys holding hands, girls holding hands. None of that was to be seen. That was shunned upon and laughed at and made fun of. It was just not acceptable. It was seen as weird and not normal. But at this time, I had a feeling that regardless of that stuff, I was attracted to girls too, (laughs) not just boys. Sadly, at this time, I did not know that being non-binary nor transgender was a thing. I didn't hear about it until later on in middle school. So we're going to fast forward to around ages 11 to 13. At this time, I started to dabble with social media. Social media does a great job of giving representation to the LGBT plus community. It was very educational for me. My experience with it online has been overwhelmingly positive. My young middle school brain was going, wow, there is a whole network of people going through these same experiences as I have and that I am going through right now. It was like a breath of fresh air for me because I felt normal. I felt like I could relate to other people. And these social media influencers were inspiring me. And it wasn't just me, it was other schoolmates. We were coming out, out of the closet, man. So my young middle school self, yippity yee, got my first girlfriend. But although the relationship didn't work out, I did learn that I am comfortable dating girls. And with my current relationship, I know I'm, I'm, I'm pretty darn fairly certain I'm comfortable dating boys. <laughs> Whoops, looks like we're jumping into high school. I'll take it back from how I am currently, <laughs> sorry. So we're gonna go to freshman year. Nothing really changes. Sophomore year, still doing good. It was the summer between sophomore year and junior year that it all went down. I'm starting to feel a little different, but what is that? What's that feeling in the back of my head? Well, it's dysphoria, gender dysphoria. It's just, when I was looking in the mirror, I was questioning things about myself that before I hadn't ever thought to question. Pretty much, it was these newly introduced insecurities. The first major insecurity that came was about my body. I see it too feminine, and I just think, I feel like it'd be better if I was born a boy. But I found some good coping mechanisms. The first coping mechanism was I bought my first dress binder, and when I put it on for the first time, 
you don't know how much I was overjoyed. I was euphoric. The next coping mechanism was I decided to tell people that I no longer wanted to be referred to as a girl. I didn't want to be called she. I didn't want people to say her about me. And so I switched to using they, them pronouns. I cut my hair, stopped wearing skirts and dresses. These are all common things people do when they experience gender dysphoria, when they were assigned female at birth. I call these things I've been doing coping mechanisms, but it's really, for me, it was just becoming more of my true self. What matters is doing what you feel is right and not letting what other people think of you stop you from being your true self. Thanks for tuning in!